Hi, I'm Londres. And I'm Eric, but you can call me Tello. This show is a family-oriented show, but it's oriented from the adult perspective. We talk about adult situations, and very often we use adult language. So if there's any kids in the room, kick their asses out. They don't belong here right now. Unless they want to learn something about life. Right. This may not be suitable for children. And I'd like to add, I don't want to make anybody mad, and I love my family and friends. I do too. Hey, cuz, how was your week? Oh, it was interesting. Just kidding. <laughs> I know you don't care. You don't care about nobody it's but time yourself. To... <laughs> how are you going to talk? It's time to say hello to the number two podcast. We're going to talk about stuff and maybe make you laugh or We're cry. Cause... <laughs> I love how you just jump in and interrupt me. We're cousins and we're laughing or crying, but we still talk to each other. And she threw me off my rhythm. I have no lyrics prepared for this intro. So no lyrics. So no lyrics. And I'm singing it from the top of my head And I don't know what I'm gonna say next Which is dangerous cause I cannot think before I speak And that's been a criticism of me my whole life And someone's calling number two cause And she's laughing cause she's already entertained him for the morning and we're doing our show whoa 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 no yeah cause you really lyrics. gotta come up with some lyrics I know you gotta come up with some lyrics. I some... think the no lyrics is pretty good yeah oh my gosh I wonder if there was an emergency that's like four. Oh my goodness no I'm not gonna answer it cause he was here today all right, well, just to, to set some context, your phone has been ringing since we started recording. Yeah. And it's it's your dad calling you. Yeah. And you've already entertained your dad this morning. Yeah, like four hours, maybe five. <laughs> How many hours have you entertained your mom this morning? Um, I'm not at liberty to discuss that on the podcast. Oh. <laughs> she, made, right, she, mean, she made that clear to me. <laughs> uh, what happened? I don't know. <laughs> you don't know? Come on, because we've already established she doesn't listen. I know. I know, but we have a leaker. <laughs> Are you joking. talking about my mom? Do you call my mom a leaker? No. Look, my mom, my mom is a little advanced in age, but she can hold her pee. Oh, my gosh. How dare you? Mom, can you believe what I, she just Aunt said Aunt Becky, you? I'm not referring to you. <laughs> oh, someone else. <laughs> Why are you winking at me? <laughs> well, speaking of um, your mom, she did give she she does listen from time to time, evidently. Yes. And she gave us a really nice piece of uh constructive criticism this week. What was it? Yeah. Um last night she was here and we were just chit chatting about what I was gonna do today and I said, I gotta do the podcast. And um I said, We need to talk we need to come up with some topics, you know, what we're gonna talk about. And she looks over and she says yeah, maybe y'all shouldn't make it so depressing. 
<laughs> I about fell out of my chair onto the floor and knocked my head because I was trying to figure out, are we depressing? Are we? I don't know. I don't know. I thought we were funny. <laughs> I mean, look, yeah, we talk about serious stuff sometimes, but I think we try and find as good an angle to look at it as positive an angle. Exactly. Exactly. But not everything in life is going to be sunshine and rainbows. Yeah. And I think it also depends on how we react to certain situations. You know, we're yeah. in that for the most part, like you said, I feel like we try to be very positive. Like there's always a positive outcome of it, you know, especially when it comes to family. Yeah, when life know, gives you lemons, you make lemonade. Yeah, even if you're if out you of want sugar. To make an, if you, <laughs> you want to make an omelet, you have to crack some eggs. That's right. I mean... If you, want, if you want to go to heaven, you have to die. Yeah, and you have to be scared and nervous. If not, um, like one of my coworkers mentioned to me, you, it's natural to be scared and nervous. Because if not, then we all would just be jumping off bridges... <laughs> Thinking we were going <laughs> to land on our feet. <laughs> uh, that doesn't make sense. Think about it. I was trying it. to think. Okay. If we're not scared. Oh, okay. Yeah. All yeah. right. Yeah. Oh, so like if you're not scared and nervous, you're just dumb. It's just going to take everything. Like, yeah, you're going to like kill yourself. <laughs> there, when I, like that, you just remind me of something. Again, let me preface. I'm not a tough guy, but I used to train in jujitsu and kickboxing. And during that time, there were other, there were real fighters who were training for real fights, mm-hmm. and there was one guy who, like, he was all heart. I mean, he was he was a good fighter, but he was all heart. You know, he just would not stop. And I was talking to my trainer. I was like, "Man, I just I can't do that. I'm too scared. I'm I'm afraid of getting brain damage and stuff like that." And he turned to me. He's like, "Well, this guy's just too dumb to stop. <laughs> like, he he doesn't think about brain damage or." Or hurting himself, he just keeps going, which That's, is, in one way, is admirable. But right. in the in the long term, the big picture, it, it can be scary if he's not right, careful. Right. Precaution. Take precaution. Yeah. All of our so choices, your mo- yeah, have consequences. All of our choices have consequences. Good or bad. <laughs> <laughs> I think I think we're trying to be too deep too quick. Okay. Neither one of neither one of us is smart enough to philosophize yeah. right now. Sometimes I think I am. Look, when I get high, I get really deep. <laughs> I'm like, you know what? I didn't know how much I like vanilla until I tried chocolate. <laughs> ice cream. Pass uh, me that vanilla ice cream. I hear no, you. No, I never get into those deep conversations. I just... I, but you I just do get, get high. Yeah, and I start laughing and get goofy. I need to do my, that probably. My face, my face gets a little bit numb. Ooh. Kids don't do drugs. No, drugs are drugs, so bad. Drugs are bad. Okay. I think you should wait until you're older if you're going to smoke pot. Yeah, like I did. I waited till I was in my late twenties. Yeah, because you're a different maturity level. Definitely. Yeah. And your brain, your brain is developed to a certain point. If you start too soon, you'll you will impact that development. Yes, I did a research paper on it. Yes, trust oh, me. I thought you were going to say yeah, I did research on it when I was younger. <laughs> that too. <laughs> I experimented firsthand. No, I but wasn't your mom a smoker? What? Wasn't your or isn't wasn't your mom a smoker? 
I don't know. I wish she still was, though. Your brother says she can, like, free uh, free roll, free-handed. Like, yeah, not even, one, one like, hand, she could roll a joint with one hand like Willie Nelson. And it would be tight as I don't know what with no air pockets. It's uh, tight like a Cuban cigar. Yep. That's what he said. <laughs> she Well, actually, she learned it from uh, back in her days of rolling burritos. Oh, when she worked in that kitchen? <laughs> you want, You mean the one at home? <laughs> no, I don't know. I don't know what we're talking about. Either. I don't either. We went way off. Look, yeah, it was totally, man. Your your mom. Hey, look, see, because we're trying to please your mom who doesn't even listen. We're trying to be light and funny. Well, well we you, should be heavy and depressing. Well, your mom's going to go back and tell her. No, I'm joking. <laughs> <laughs> no, look, in addition to your mom's terrible criticism, very hurtful criticism. Hey, look, you know what? I want people to feel like they can be honest with us. I agree. So if you listen to this show and you do have some criticism or you have some compliments, uh, you can tweet me at ericteller96 on Twitter. Um, you can send an email to eric at campfiremedia.com, and that's campfire with a Y, C-A-M-P-F-Y-R-E, media.com. And I'll get back to you, and I'll, you know, we'll read them on, on the show. For example, we had one lovely young lady. Um, I don't know how she got my number, but she 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 texted me personally and said hey uncle so my mom introduced me to your podcast with lord this and i love it that's awesome that was nice oh oh that's my niece okay i get it now that's how she got my number <laughs> I hey was uncle. about to say that, it was the other it, la- it was the other lady that you oh didn't know how yeah to get. <laughs> a scary lady <laughs> the other lady <laughs> um she says the other scary lady says hello i just want to tell you guys that i'm your number one fan now, she had both of our phone numbers. Yeah, I was actually it, copied on it, uh-huh, but I was yeah, working. To, yeah, I was working too. I couldn't respond. I, I couldn't either. <laughs> but she says, um, hello, I just want to tell you guys that I'm your number one fan. Well, I think I'm your only fan. I don't well, know how we nice. should take that. Is that a compliment or a Well, criticism? no, because we've already established that we have at least one other fan because she texted me that she was a fan. Anyways... Anyways, anyways, I like the podcast. It's very informative about the family, and it has good information about things I should have known. Yeah, she definitely should have known a bunch of stuff, but she didn't because she was too busy getting high in high school. I'm assuming. I don't know. I don't know. know. Is that? I don't know this person. (laughs) So good job, guys. Keep up the good work. (laughs) That was from somebody named Marta. Marta? I get Marta. No, that's that's my former sister-in-law. She's the mother of my niece, who is also a fan now. So that yeah. was nice. Hey, thanks a lot, Martha. Appreciate it. Keep um, listening. Yes. Give I us a five star. It. Give us a five star rating, and please review the show. iTunes. Yeah, I'm crying I'm, out loud. Sorry. No, go ahead. No, that's, I'm just talking. Um, I didn't get an actual text or email uh, comment, obviously, but me and my mom just told me straight up her review. Um, but Andrea, my other sister, oh, she yeah. said she listened to it for the first time. And? And she didn't say yay or nay, but uh, Joshua, her son, my nephew, um, he said that he he listened to it too. So I'm thinking that. Which that's probably not age appropriate for him. <laughs> well, I mean, that's why we started putting a warning at the beginning of the show. She must not have started with that show. Yeah, I don't think so. I don't think so. My mom said, I've only missed the last couple that y'all have done. I said, Ma, we've done 10, 11 episodes. Yeah. 
Okay, so Andrea did send me a text. Your sister, uh-huh. who started listening to the show, because I sent out a link to um, to the family, our close family members who have iOS devices, iPhones, iPads, whatever. I sent out a link that's easy. You just click on the link and it should open up the app. So Andrea sent me a text. How do I download the app? Mm-hmm. I haven't listened to none. Ugh. I got it. Thanks. Nice show. <laughs> that was before I had a chance to respond to anything. That's too funny. And they were probably all within a minute of each other. <laughs> <laughs> probably. So she said, nice show. So that's a compliment. Yeah. That's good. So we're getting some positive feedback. Yeah. From our family members. Yeah. And some hate from our family members. <laughs> I would look at it as constructive criticism. I look at it as she's not listening and she felt like she had to say something. So <laughs> as usual, Aunt Mary chose a negative route. <laughs> you know what, cuz? I'm not afraid of her anymore. I'm I'm going to stand up for myself from now on. <laughs> not <laughs> Mother, uh, if you're listening, if you do listen. Aunt Mary, if you're listening, put the earbud in your right ear. <laughs> Eric. <laughs> Mom, that is so <laughs> For I'm all of you that don't know, Mother cannot hear out of her right ear. <laughs> she can only hear out of her left ear. <laughs> Oh, I say that I say that with peace and love. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I love you, Aunt Mary. I'm just joking. Yes, he is. He's just busting your chops. <laughs> yes. And mom, thank you for listening and being so supportive. Thank you, I Aunt Becky. You. I love you more than Lord this obviously. She's talking <laughs> shit about you. You're her son. So? So my love niece. is unconditional no matter what. There's not a limit on unconditional love. I feel like there is. I guess you're right. <laughs> yeah. Oh, anyway, hey yeah. I want to tell you, last week we talked about me trying to get out of debt. Yes. Right? Uh-huh. How's that going for I spent, you? <laughs> I spent my first, my first week on a budget. Good for you. <laughs> and I came in over budget. On what day? Let's see, it started Tuesday, and then, wait, was it Tuesday? Yeah, it was Tuesday, and then Thursday and Friday, I went over budget, too. Thursday and Friday? Well, look, listen, Monday at lunchtime, my job provided a meal for us, so I stayed at work and I ate that, free lunch. Okay. I know what you're thinking, no such thing. But there kind of is. I worked through lunch, but I had my free food. Mm-hmm. So you and saved on that? Yes. Okay. Yes. And, then and Tuesday, you saved on gas. <laughs> yeah. I know, man. Look at that. And then Tuesday, I didn't bring a lunch, so I went out to eat. Mm-hmm. I went out for lunch. Had to get away from the office for that hour, clear my head, get ready to approach the next five, six, seven hours of the day. But Wednesday, I brought a lunch, and when my lead asked me if uh, where we were going for lunch, I had to break the bad news to him and say, sorry, man, I brought my lunch today. Baller on a budget. Mm-hmm. Hashtag. Yeah. So, uh, you know, I stayed, I stayed at work that day, and I ate, ate lunch. But then I got off so late, I didn't have time to cook. I mean, I could have stayed up, forced myself to stay up and cook, but I didn't. 
So Thursday, I was like, okay, I'm going out to eat today because I don't have any food. What? I, yeah, I see you making fa- I Because I thought you bought $100 worth of groceries. No, 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 no. I pu- pulled out $100 for food total, 50 for groceries, and 50 for going out to eat. So I, some of it I paid in cash, mm-hmm. and, and that, that's, that's within my budget. Oh, and then the leftover cash is what you went over. Well, when I paid with my debit card, that's when I went over. Oh, my So that gosh. was Tuesday. I went to a place called Chilantro. And I spent about $18. On lunch? Yes. My it's God. so good. Cousin, it's so good. Okay. I can't say that it's worth it, but it is so good. I, I, I saved a dollar by not getting the, the ribeye beef on my burger. <laughs> I, got, I got chicken. I broke one of my own rules. I had chicken with a fried egg on top. I had a parent and a child. <laughs> I ate a parent and a child for lunch. It was delicious. I That's have no regrets, disgusting. even though breaking my own rule. $18. No, no, no. That was $8 for the burger. Oh. And it was $9 for the fries. You're lying. Well, it's it's kimchi fries. Like eight plus a dollar and it comes to nine or eight plus nine? Eight plus nine. Oh. <gasps> Because this is Austin, okay? This is one of those hipster places. Used to be a food truck, now it's a restaurant, and it's delicious. I'm not apologizing. Okay. I went, th- I went there, and I was like, okay, I'm definitely going over budget today. One, because they don't accept cash. So I had to use my debit card. And two, because I'm a big fat guy, and I can't say no to myself, <laughs> so I got the two things that I like eating there. I did actually. I did say no because, like I said, I got chicken instead of the the beef. The beef on my burger. That getting the beef is an extra dollar. That's why. That's why it was nine dollars for the fries. Oh my gosh! But they're so good. You know what? I'm going to take you there next time you come to visit, uh, and then I'm going to make you pay, and I'm going to run away. <laughs> She'll take this and that, <laughs> and then be like, "Bye." <laughs> we need to do that because I would like to go visit. Yeah, you need to. We can do a show live in person. Oh, that'll be cool. Yeah. Austin Live. Exactly. And then yesterday I went out to eat, um, and I'd already <laughs> used up my, my cash budget for for lunch because I stopped for breakfast a couple times. Mm-hmm. That adds up. $4.33 every time you go to breakfast. That, that adds up over the week. What? The go last ahead. time I went to lunch with my coworkers, and yes. I had to pay for my food, my ticket was two ninety five, and my dollar tip made it three ninety five for my lunch. <laughs> okay, well, maybe if I lived in a tiny little town again, and There's... I decided, and I decided not to satiate my body with nutrients, <laughs> I could get away with starving myself like that. I got a water. I got a water and a guacamole tostada. Oh. So I made good. with my grocery budget. I bought some beef cheek, not not the ass cheek, the the cheek, oh, the face cheek. That is disgusting. What? <laughs> that was a face cheek. <laughs> I bought some beef cheek, and I put it in a slow cooker and made some barbacoa. Twelve what? hours, cause I let it cook for twelve hours. That looks good, cause one morning before I went to work, I put it in a slow cooker. I dropped in half an onion, a couple of cloves of garlic. And a little bit of salt, 
And I just said to myself, I hope I get off on time to be here 12 hours tonight, <laughs> 12 hours from now to turn this off. So I told everybody at work, I'm leaving at the right time today because I don't want my house to burn down. Yeah, that would be bad. Yeah, that would be bad. A beef cheek. Yeah. Burn. Hey, what started this fire? Beef um, cheek. Yeah. A cow, <laughs> part of a cow face. Oh, overcooked. So no, it was so good. I, I got home. And there was still like an hour left, and I just had to, when I got to the back door, I could smell it before I even opened the door, and it was mm. like, oh my goodness, I can't wait. <laughs> and then I opened, I opened the back door and walked into the kitchen, and I was just like, <sighs> oh <my God>. <sighs> 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 just enveloped by this beefy, delicious smell. And the thing about beef cheek is it's real fatty, and I was okay with that because in addition to starting my new budget, I bought stuff for the new diet. I want to try this ketogenic diet, you know, low carb, high fat. Yeah. Well, <laughs> <laughs> so to up my uh, my healthy fats, I sliced up uh, avocado. Uh, yes, an avocado. Oh, which so I'm not a big like I I I've had to force myself to start eating avocados because I'm not really a fan. I, I'm not a big fan of the texture. The taste I've gotten over, but I've been eating uh, barbacoa tacos with the. Um, avocado on top of it mm. so that's helped me kind of get over it so that's why i was like okay i'll just i'll just do it like this it was so freaking good the, the avocados were still a little bit firm mm -hmm. so I, I i got like had to cut through it with my fork and scoop up a little bit of the meat <clears throat> that reminds me i got some did you put some what? cilantro on it because i bought cilantro and i forgot it in the refrigerator oh, i was so excited no. to eat i know i was so excited to eat this so I ate it. no 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 uh, no tortillas. It was all oh right, no carbs or low carbs. Yeah, yeah. Well, that was the plan. Except uh, during the week, I bought some pizza, <laughs> and then I told you <laughs> at Chilantros I had the burger, which came on a bun, and then I had the fries, which are all carbs. And uh, you know, at work I have free snacks, so when I get hungry at work, I just grab a snack. So the. The the, uh, the diet and the budget haven't been as successful as I originally hoped, but well, I think as long as you got a plan, and if you recognize that you fell off and you try to start over each week, maybe you'll slowly start to um, yeah wing out those. Did you say wing out? I like meant fly? to say wing. <laughs> <laughs> I did say wing. Yeah, some chicken wings sound good. <laughs> we know those, those, uh, those bad days. Yeah, well, I need to, cause all right. Remember last week I said I added up all my debt, and I knew now I have a target. I know exactly how much I owe. Yeah. Well, this week I weighed myself, and I know exactly how much I weigh, and it is the most I've ever weighed in my adult life. Cause. Yes. Now remember, ten years ago. When I first started losing weight and attacking it, like seriously attacking Head it. Head on, yeah. Yeah, that was the most I'd ever weighed. And I am 12 pounds heavier than than I was then. I weighed myself, I'm 357.8 pounds. Because that's scary. It is scary that I am that fat and I'm still this sexy. <laughs> it's mixed messages, cuz. <laughs> well, you have to take care of yourself, cuz. I don't know. I I'm I'm going to. That's you, that's you part of the plan. To. You have to. Because now it, now I have. Go ahead. It can get scary. Oh yeah, totally. 
And we've already talked about health. But yeah. we need to talk about it again. <laughs> well, what'd you do this week? Well... <laughs> I'm just kidding. Go ahead. Uh, a couple of weeks ago, I started experimenting uh, with drugs. No, some irregular bleeding. What? Yeah. <laughs> Not like my period. From your poop? No. From your nose? <laughs> From my vagina. Oh, cuz what happened? I don't know, but um so I called the doctor and I'm like, look, this is what's happened. And you're like, doctor, I happened. think somebody stabbed me. <laughs> I said it's happened twice after somebody stabbed me. <laughs> <laughs> so um of course, I told her the whole issue with the Fisher thing, and she was like, "Well, let's wait, you're do going to this. a woman doctor?" The nurse. It was the oh, nurse. Oh, okay. So, um, she's like, "Well, let's just, you know, your body when it goes through stress and pain and blah blah blah, it can really do some weird things to your 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 cycle." And I'm like, "Okay." She's like, "Just continue to watch it. Let's let's say this month is going to be just a wash, and." Um, See how you go. So you next. have to wash it out. Yeah. <laughs> Let's see how you go next month. I'm like, okay. Well, there was no stabbing involved, and I started to notice the 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 bleeding again, and something just told me I didn't need to wait a whole month. So I called my doctor back, and I said, "Look, I don't feel comfortable. I need to be seen." So they immediately get me in. And um, they did their pap and everything. But come to find out right now, my cervix is bleeding. Which, when I asked the doctor, why would my cervix be bleeding? He was like, hmm, I don't know. <laughs> I was like, That's, <laughs> You never want to hear your doctor say that. I know. So, And I've been seeing him. Well, he's been my doctor for... 17, almost 18 years. So I was like, okay, Dr. Smith, you know, crazy things, illnesses running my family. I just need you to tell me everything's okay and blah, 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 blah. And he was like, well, we got to do this and we're going to do that. And then we'll just kind of go from there. Let so, me ask you a dumb question. Go ahead. Did you try a Band-Aid? Well, I can't put it there. <laughs> I'm just kidding. You want me to get detailed? I'll, no, I'll tell you. I mean, look, get as as detailed as you're comfortable with. Well, my cervix is bleeding. And yeah, you said that. I did? And your doctor doesn't know why. Yeah. And he said he barely touched it when he was doing my pap smear. <laughs> and it just started Let bleeding. me ask you another dumb question. What? <laughs> when he was doing your pap smear, did he have two free hands? <laughs> no. Okay, just checking. No, but I did tell him. I was like, this is so uncomfortable, and I get so nervous, and it's so awkward. And he was like, no worries. You're in good. And I thought he was going to say, you're in good hands. (laughs) 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 But he said, you're in good company. (laughs) Oh, thank goodness. I was like, oh, my goodness. So I go this upcoming week for an ultrasound, and hopefully... By then, are you pregnant? I, well, I asked him. I said, 
the first things that came to my mind were, because I've had my tubes clamped, which is like a tubal ligation, I think is what it's, what it's called. But they go in, they clamp your tubes with these titanium little clips. And they stick and they stay there until basically your tubes close. And um, if the clamps fall off, your tubes have enough, they've been clamped shut for a while, they should not reopen. So if you get pregnant, the chances uh, you're high risk for tubal pregnancy. And tubal pregnancy can cause irregular bleeding and things like that. Oh, no. So even if you're not pregnant through a tubal pregnancy, this bleeding could also be a result of like a miscarriage or something. So I asked him, I was like, could I be pregnant? He's like, oh, that would be great. It's like, <laughs> well, you, because you'd get insurance money. Me, yeah, no. And, and you're a doctor. <laughs> yeah. You can handle that. I said, all you have I'm to not do a doctor. is deliver I'm a the podcaster. Baby. Yeah. <laughs> Podcasters aren't known for having great insurance. <laughs> so, um, so, yeah, so now I have to, you know, patiently wait. Until next Thursday or the next couple of weeks to find out what's going on. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, of course, since he didn't tell me um, why a cervix could bleed, I get into my car and I pull up Google. <laughs> oh, cuz. And the first thing that comes up is uh, premenopausal symptoms of, of irregular bleeding or the cervix bleeding. Do you think you're about to go through menopause? I don't know. He said no, but I don't know what tests and what things that they do to determine if that. I would assume doing what he's done and depending on those results, then yeah, I think he would probably eliminate things and then come down to say, okay, yeah, it's menopause or premenopause. Um, the other thing was um, the HPV. Like sexually or sexually transmitted human papilloma dis- virus. Yes. Oh, cause I know. And um, he said he did also tell me there was no infection. There was nothing down there to indicate any type of infection. So I was like, okay, that's good. And then of course it leads to cervical cancer. <laughs> cause why do you do this to yourself? <laughs> Well, I was just reading. I didn't put it in my head or anything. Ma. No, I'm joking. <laughs> <laughs> so, I mean, I have a very open mind. Oh, I have a very open mind. I have a very open mind. I keep a very open mind. Oh, I thought you were going to make a joke again. <laughs> <laughs> when it comes to illnesses and things like that it is what it is you know if it's if it's menopause i gotta it still can be nerve-wracking and stressful if it's not maybe the medicine or whatever he put there to control my uh because he said my blood vessels are like almost rupturing like they're just so sensitive that any little touch or movement anything could cause well, them to, to bleed I'll be careful what I say about them since they're so sensitive. I know. They hear you. He said he was going to piss them off, so. <laughs> oh, gross. He's going to pee on them? <laughs> no. Because <laughs> well, are you sure you went to a doctor? I did. It was a real okay. doctor. 
So anyway, so that um, just makes me nervous. I'm sorry to hear that. Yeah, me too. But did you hear the part when I said I weighed 357.8 pounds? That's why I'm telling you, take care of yourself. What my if your vag- start bleeding? Yeah. What if you have blood coming out of your vagina? Uh, I'd be very scared. Exactly. Doctor, uh, <laughs> why do I have a vagina? Well, of course, I work with, I have an opportunity to work with some pretty great people. Um, very knowledgeable. Some, unfortunately, that I have faced, you know, some, you know, deathly illnesses. They didn't die, but, you know, they could have. Um, and a lot of our illnesses, because, like, our our food or what we put in our body, uh, feed it. Oh, yeah, 100%. Yeah. I mean, that's why they say, that's they literally mean you are what you eat. Yeah, so, I mean, you're 357.8 pounds. Hey, just throw it in my face, why don't you? <laughs> bloody vagina. <laughs> it's really a bloody cervix. Bloody, all right, you sound British. <laughs> it's a bloody cervix. <laughs> Bloody bastard. <laughs> no, well, let me ask you, because since you've gone through this stuff and explored possibilities, mm-hmm. does it scare you to think that you might be getting ready to start menopause? No. Um, no, I don't think it scares me to start it. But like my, I do notice my hormones get all out of whack. And I think, well, maybe it's just like stress of the moment. You know, whatever it is that we're dealing with. Um but that I did find myself like really on edge, like really agitated this week or the week before. Uh-huh. And thinking back, it's like maybe, you know, and I told the doctor that he was like, well, your body's, you know, telling you something's going on, which can yeah. cause the agitation. So I said, well, sometimes I feel like I'm going to go crazy. He's like, crazier. I'm like, yeah. <laughs> he knows you. <laughs> he He's does. a good doctor. I like this guy. <laughs> So, yeah, that's kind of scary. Yeah. Well, look, I, I hope it's nothing serious. No, me neither. And and God forbid if it is the worst case scenario that you just presented there. Yeah. If it is, could you do me a favor? And not talk about and, it? No, 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 no. Just, I want you to throw people off when you tell them what's wrong. And I want you to just say it's pussy cancer. <laughs> Yeah, I could. Like, I had to tell, I didn't have to tell my boss, but I gave her an update as far as what the doctor had said. You said I might have pussy cancer? <laughs> no, I just said, you know, it's kind of weird because my cervix is bleeding. Because her face was like, <gasps> like, <laughs> she gave me the scariest look. And I'm like, but, you know, I think I'm going to be okay. <laughs> Well, cause this is you—you you blindsided me with this. I hope I do hope everything's okay. Yeah, I'll, I'll say a prayer for you, and I know we joke around and stuff like that, but I, I seriously hope that it's nothing, nothing bad. I know. I, I hope I sincerely, from the bottom of my heart, I hope you're going through menopause. Oh, so do I. I, <laughs> I don't. I don't feel like like scared. Like I feel like something's wrong with me. I feel more nervous and anxious to find out what the results come back at. And whatever it is, then I have to get started on whatever, uh, whether it be hormone medication for menopause, whether it be some type of surgery or freezing of the cervix and whatever. Yeah. So now it's just the, you know, waiting. It's like taking a test at school and not knowing if you pass because you didn't study. 
<laughs> but yeah. So that's how my week has gone so far. It ends tomorrow. So, I mean, today. <laughs> tomorrow starts a new week. Did What's I tell you about? Did I tell you about that chicken and egg burger that I had? Yeah, you're yeah, disgusting. That was so good. Hey, man, I had a parent and a child for for lunch. It was delicious. That's too funny. no. This is how I deal with with potentially scary news. I try and change the subject or make a joke out of it because I'm an immature man child, and I can't handle real terrible news. Oh, I can't either. You know what I did? You bled out of your vagina? <laughs> no. I'm sorry. Look, see, I can't help it. So I was on my way home, and I was like, I'm starting to feel a little sad. What if this is the worst case? <laughs> and so I turn on my radio, and it's country music. And some country, <laughs> I know, <laughs> some country music. I'm like, shit. So I changed the station, and uh, the local radio station is um, promoting or talking about a, a carousel horse show that they were <laughs> going to have that Friday night. Oh and Sayla uh, was here earlier during the week. And the commercial Sayla is? Sayla is my beautiful little niece. <laughs> She's okay. so sweet. Anyway, she saw the commercial on the TV. And she was like, horsey, and blah, 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 blah. And so and when you that. Hit her and said, it's a carousel horse, get away. <laughs> yeah. So when the commercial, when the radio guy was talking about it, that's who I thought of. I was like, oh, Sayla. And he was like, well, if you call now, you get tickets. So I called and I won tickets. What? Yes. You want tickets to go see carousel horses? <laughs> How exciting, because <laughs> I'm so happy for you. <laughs> Cause did I make you cry? <laughs> no, no, no. I got I, like dirt or something in my eyes. Cause my mom is really gonna get after us if you're crying. <laughs> I'm not crying. Anyway, so I quickly. <laughs> <laughs> and what happened after you won the tickets? I immediately called Loopy and I was like, hey, I got Who's Loopy? My sister. Sailor's mom? Yes. Oh, okay. I was like, I got these two tickets and, you know, I thought the first person I thought of when I heard it on the radio was Sailor. So that's why I called. I said, and I won. She was like, yay, whatever. So she got the tickets. When I went to, I told her I was giving her the tickets. So yesterday when I went to pick them up, it turned out to be four tickets. What? Yeah, so... Um, no, I didn't hear you. What'd you say? Four tickets. Oh, what? <laughs> I'm just kidding. <laughs> so, anyway, that day when I got home from the doctor, of course, I was a little upset, but I wasn't... But you had four tickets to a carousel <laughs> horse show. Okay, how do you say it the right way? <laughs> That's the right way. I'm just... It's a carousel <laughs> horse show. <laughs> You're gonna go see a bunch of fake horses. No, they were. It was. It was called the Carousel Something Gal Gala Horse Show. Wait, are they real horses? Yeah, they were real horses. Oh, okay. I thought you were talking about like they were just you know the horses that you see on a merry-go-round a carousel. I thought they just had like <laughs> these pieces of art or whatever. No. Like hey, come. Oh, okay, okay. So, it was a right. real horse. They were real, and they had a pony. I mean, not a pony, a unicorn. <laughs> 
How the hell do they have a unicorn? You have to look at Loopy's Snapchat. She had a picture of it. It was real. She put on her caption for all you non-believers. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, is this like uh, your sister's unicorn cake that she made last week? No, it was a lady that was walking around a unicorn. <laughs> Listen, cuz. As much as I'm a believer in the fantastic, the only time I've ever seen anything advertising unicorn, it turned out to be a goat that was being abused where they had cut the goat horns and fused them together as one horn. It was an old circus show. <laughs> and they made the two goat horns grow together as one to create the unicorn horn. So if there is a real unicorn at this carousel horse show, it's an animal that's being abused. Are you serious? I don't know. Maybe they just glued a horn to it. <laughs> well, it was at a I distance. don't want to be a non-believer. So it may have been... It may have Are been. you sure? Are you sure it just wasn't wearing a party hat? It's possible. <laughs> it could have so been you, one of those illusions. I didn't go. Um, so what did you do with all your four tickets? No, I had already given them to Loopy when, when I said they were just two. And she was going to have to buy an extra ticket for her Cleo. Because Sayla and her... Cleo would have had to have bought a ticket. And so when I told her that there were four, um, I was like, since, you know, I already gave them to you, y'all go. Because I knew I yeah. wasn't going to be able to go. Yeah. So um, they ended up babysitting one of their other little nieces, one of Cleo's nieces. So they all kind of so okay. got to go. Okay, cool. So this is just like, say like 30 years ago during the summer when y'all used to call into the radio all the time and win prizes all the time. Oh my gosh. It was so funny because that's what Loopy and I were talking about. Because <laughs> not too long ago, I called in and I won two tickets to a water park. <laughs> are you serious? Yes. Because y'all are so lucky. Well, tell that to my doctor. <laughs> oh. <laughs> <laughs> oh, goodness. Yeah, but for yeah. the most part, yeah, it was, it's kind of funny because I wasn't, I was driving. I was kind of like, in another little mindset. And I was like, you know what? I'm not going to be sad. I'm going to, you know, I'm going to call the radio station. <laughs> yeah. Whatever you get. I'm going to call a country radio station at that. <laughs> no, I had changed the country radio station because that was <laughs> making me sad. Oh, okay. I got you. Well, speaking of like 30 years ago, remember when we were kids and um, we'd, we'd spend the night together and yeah. have like those those freaking scary stories and stuff like that we tell each other because i feel like every time we went to grandma's house your house gloria's house anybody's house that was our entertainment it was well i wouldn't say entertainment it was freaking scary no that entertainment i was right up my alley because it, it fed my my fandom of, of like horror movies and stuff like that it's it really for better or for worse kind of shaped who i am today yeah i can see that especially with your film and my 357.8 pounds <laughs> well i remember when for some reason when we were younger younger grandma had no problem telling the stories but as we got older it took us a little more convincing to get her to tell us stories mm-hmm. and these she she claimed that these were all true i don't know how true they are, you know, looking back at it, it, it might've just been part of the storytelling process, which I'm thankful for. If, if any of them were fake, I bought a hook, line and sinker. Yeah. So did I, I think we all did. Yeah. But 
you know, being a kid thinking that we might have been on, oh, that's creepy. <laughs> My cousin just made a scary face at me. <laughs> I can't get comfortable, but go ahead. But thinking that we might, is it because of your bloody cervix? No, it's because I'm sitting on my legs and they're going to sleep. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, anyway being, a, yeah, being a kid and hearing these stories about our family being haunted when they were younger, I never really had much experience or I never had any experience with something scary or spooky like that happening to me. As a kid, I would have loved to have experienced something, but as an adult, I'm so glad I didn't because I think that would have messed me up. But y'all's house, the house that you grew up in, it was pretty spooky as a kid. Yeah, I think so. I can agree with that. <laughs> yeah, did uh, do you remember anything spooky that ever happened there? Um, I don't know this. I mean, yeah, I do. Uh, well, I, I remember, I remer because uh, Grandma used to babysit y'all during the mm -hmm. day when your mom was at work. Mm -hmm. <laughs> she didn't she would... have any E-Tom. <laughs> <laughs> And your sister, we were just talking about your sister, Loopy. Yeah. She used to have an imaginary friend. Yep. And grandma claims that she would see like Loopy sitting on the floor, taking a ball and like rolling it. And, and then the ball would roll back to her. You know, there's not a lot of stuff for some reason that I don't remember. I mean, I remember stuff as a kid, but a lot of like the detail stuff I don't. But that particular imaginary friend <laughs> and her with that person, I do remember. And I do remember my mom had like those yellow mustard looking green couches or yellow oh, shit. in the living room. I know. Oh my goodness. Cause you just like activated a flood of memories. I forgot about those. And that's where I remember that whole ball situation. Like the ball was like rolling back and forth. Like if she was really, it could have been hitting the wall and coming back or something. But the way it was, it was just a scary house. It was old. It was big. Um, yeah. Especially because we, as kids, you know, we weren't full-grown people yet. So everything in the world seems much bigger. And I remember, like, the, the ceilings were incredibly high. Yeah. And y'all had that giant chandelier in the, the living room. Mm-hmm. And I remember at night, one time, spending the night there, it just kind of started... Shaking. Yeah, kind of shaking and moving around a little bit. And mm -hmm. we were like, hey, do you see that? Yeah, I see that. And it might have just been the air conditioning. No, no, no. Y'all vents were on the ground, weren't yeah, they? Yeah, they were on the ground. <laughs> and in fact, that was more of like an attic fan. I don't, we had heat or something that would come through the vents, but I don't think it was air. I don't remember that, honestly, if it was air or not. I just remember we had a huge attic fan. I, see, I don't know that. But I remember, I remember the chandelier shaking, and like if you wanted to go to the bathroom, it, it, a long hallway, what seemed like a, an incredibly long hallway it to was, kids. It was we'd, long. It would be like, hey, I have to go to the bathroom. Who wants to go with me? <laughs> Somebody, I need a tag team partner. For no, this. you're exactly right. After any stories or anything, I, shit, I was scared to go to the bathroom by myself. <laughs> and didn't help the situation. I don't know. We had rats. In the house. And we had an old piano. Do you remember that old brown piano? Yes. That, it was a stand-up piano. Yes. And I remember hearing, you know, like it would kind of play. 
And then I was like scared, like, oh my gosh, the piano is playing by itself. But as an adult now, I look back and think maybe that was like a rat or an animal or something that was running across it. Because you just ruined my childhood. (laughs) Because I remember y'all telling us about the piano playing by itself. Yeah. But yeah, it probably was a rat. Yeah. But But isn't it it crazy? No, the crazy part was that they played this. <laughs> a little rat to run in. Actually, I kind of captured a little rat and tried to make it my pet. And Andrea killed it with the broom. Oh my goodness. I know. She was so mean. <laughs> no, you. Oh, that's gross. Because I didn't know at the time, okay? <laughs> okay. So, real quick though, getting back to Loopy's imaginary friend, mm-hmm. this little. I've, I've had some time to think about it, about 30 plus years. You li- you That's right? not a long time. Oh, yeah, I was I'm listening. <laughs> All right, so Loopy's imaginary friend. I remember her saying that Grandma killed it accidentally. Not you know She didn't murder, murder him on purpose. But he had fallen asleep in a pile of dirty clothes. Yes. And Grandma put that pile of dirty clothes in the washing machine and, and her friend and drowned. <gasps> yeah, I do remember that. Okay. So, assuming that it was just an imaginary friend... Maybe that was just Loopy's way of, of maturing mm-hmm. and getting rid of her imaginary friend, and that's the way she explained my way. But if you're superstitious like we are, and you believe in ghosts like we do, then maybe, maybe Loopy got to an age to where she couldn't really interact with him anymore. Because you know, like when you're a kid, you're you're innocent. They say that you're op- you're more open to stuff right. like that. Your mind is very vulnerable. Okay, so cut two years later when Loopy's already an adult and she has a baby of her own. I feel like, let's see, she, Elijah was her oldest son. So when he was a baby, he, um, she, she, she didn't live at your mom's house when she was... Yeah, she did. Oh, she did? Okay. Yeah. So we had all grown up. Most of us had moved out of our parents' homes and whatnot. Mm-hmm. But for financial reasons and whatnot, she had to move back in with your mom. She had a baby back in the house. And I think that stirred up some like activity started happening again, right? I think so. I think my mom, again, I don't really remember a lot with certain things, but I, I want to say that my mom said like she felt like there was a kid, a kid's presence other than obviously Elijah or, cause I also lived there too when Elijah was born. Oh, I don't remember that. Yeah. Um, Luis and I were there and Loopy and Elijah were in the, you know, like the next room. We did uh, anyway. So, um, there's always been to me like a kid's, like a child's pr- presence, not, you know what I'm saying? I guess to say there's yeah. been like a ghost kid's presence there. <laughs> yeah. Um, and that for that, I had, I've never felt scared. And I, even my mom, I want to say that she has said she's never felt scared. But I think your mom said that she's actually seen him, right? I think so. But yeah, she's yeah, never she, felt scared with it or with right, whatever. Right. Yeah, that presence yeah, she, that's there. I, yeah, it's coming back to me now. She described him. She said he looked like an, like an old-fashioned kid, wore like one of those, like a suit that the kids used to wear mm-hmm. to school with shorts, like a, like a schoolboy uniform with yeah. shorts. And just having like a, I want to say like a 1920s look to him maybe. 
Yeah. I, I do know she said she's seen him. And I almost say, like, for some reason, and I could be way off saying this, but I almost think that she has said she's even, like, talked to him. Like, not like, hey, come here, <laughs> let's play. Yeah. But, like, you know, what do you want or what are you doing? Or something like that. We'd have to get her on the show or get some feedback from her on that. You may try and call her? Mm. No, okay. okay. <laughs> <laughs> now we'll set it up for next time. Yeah. I mean, look, Halloween's a, a good distance away, but I love yeah. scary stuff. I love scary stories. Every night when I go to bed, I listen to a freaking ghost story podcast. I might be messed up in the head. Yeah. No, you are, but you know, hey. a, <laughs> thanks. A scary thing that I did feel in the house was already when we were growing teenagers. Um, and we had friends over. We had been, you know, all kind of like partying or whatever. I don't think we had been drinking, but I just know that we had people over. And in one of the rooms, because it's completely, the house is completely different now, but it would be the room that Phoebe used to sleep in. Yeah. Uh, I think we had maybe a queen size bed in there, but I just remember um, there were People all, you know, our friends and stuff, we were all kind of sleeping in the bed um, sideways, not, not, uh, right, horizontal. Not, not the way you would, not the, not right. the way you would normally sleep. We'd sleep across, right. So, um, I could have just been having a nightmare or sleeping, what do you call that? Sleep paralysis? Sleep paralysis, a night terror, I don't know. Yeah. Well, I felt like I was not sleep, that I was up. Like, anyway, I felt like I could like awake, hear. Awake up or? Like I was up, like awake, but I was just laying okay. down. I got you. And I was hearing what sounded like a dog or an animal heavy breathing. Like, like an animal. You know how yeah. dogs sound when they're huffing and, or like, yeah. a, you know, so I could hear. <laughs> yeah, but like it was, walk, like it was on the side of the house and I could hear it so clearly and I could feel like there was a dark presence like standing over, like almost feel like not heat, but the breath, like somebody was breathing over because I was so scared. I could not turn around. i not that I couldn't move, because sometimes when you have like what we know as pesadillas, you're trying to move or say something and you can't. Like you're, you just can't get any words out and you feel like you can't move. It was not like that. Truly, I was awake, but I was like, I'm not turning around. I'm not turning around. I'm not turning around. <laughs> and then like it just stopped. But I will never forget that night. Well, for anyone who doesn't know, can you explain what a pesadilla is? Um, to me, a pesadilla, what I've experienced, which I feel like I used to experience, experience a lot, um, as a child and somewhat as a teenager, I've had some even as an adult, but what it is, is while you're sleeping, you can see yourself asleep. Um, most of the times there is like a negative or dark or feel a sense of an evil presence, um, and you, you, your body is basically paralyzed. You can't move. You want to scream or you want to say something, whether you're trying to pray, um, and you just can't. 
I've even had experiences where I feel like I'm, I'm like being elevated. Those have uh, only happened when I lived at my mom's house and I was a lot younger. Thank God I'm knocking on wood too that I haven't experienced that in a while. But it feels like your body is being lifted, elevating off the bed. I thought that also the pesadilla had something to do with like, um, like a message or a warning or something like that. Um, I've really not, I don't think I've ever experienced a message in them other well, than ask, get let, your let shit me together. Ask my, <laughs> <laughs> let me ask my Mexican friend Google. What a pesadilla is? Yes. Yeah. What is a quesadilla? Oh, no, no, no. Pesadilla. <laughs> but you recommended me to watch um, the Netflix show Nightmare. Yes. And a lot of that put into perspective, like, um, what a pesadilla is uh, in translation in English, I guess, or what people experience. Well, you know what? My Mexican friend Google says pesadilla is translated as nightmare. Yeah, but I've had nightmares like where I'm running from something or I'm scared and I cry or, some, you know, somebody has died or whatever. Luis is talking to another girl. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my goodness. <laughs> I just hit my mic. Oh, <laughs> uh, well, it's because. All right. So what you're describing to me sounds an awful lot like what is described as sleep paralysis. Yeah. Which is what that that documentary is about. The documentary called the night the nightmare mm-hmm. which is what pesadilla evidently translates to so yeah yeah maybe you suffered from uh, sleep paralysis when you were younger and didn't realize it and yeah. luckily you've been able to outgrow it and i couldn't i didn't finish the documentary because it, it, i think it was trying to like i think my Trigger. mind was triggering trying to trigger something in there and i didn't yeah. want to open that up i i don't blame look but, i don't blame you but what's crazy is and like I said, a nightmare to me can be, you know, something traumatic, something scary, something sad. You have a nightmare. But to actually have your body feel like it's paralyzed and you can't move or you can't cry or you can't pray. And to have a a sense of an evil, dynamic presence, that shit's scary. An evil what? Dynamic. You said denom- demonic. <laughs> <laughs> There's an evil denomination in it. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know why I said that. Probably because oh, I'm just talking out my ass. <laughs> oh, God. I was going to ask you, can you take your ass away from the microphone and talk to your mouth? Demonic? Yeah, demonic. <laughs> it's okay because I've watched, I've studied plenty of horror, plenty, plenty, plenty of horror movies. <laughs> I know what to do. Get some Call garlic. Ghostbusters. <laughs> no, get some Get some pizza because it has garlic in the sauce. Yeah. <laughs> I, I watched The Monster Squad. Remember that movie? Oh, yeah. I love that movie. I watched that movie the other night. This week, that movie turns 30 years old. Because we were old. I know. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> he smears the pizza on Dracula's face. But before that, he escapes the Wolfman by kicking him in the nards. And he's like, <laughs> Wolfman's got nards. <laughs> I think my kids would like that show. I think they would too. That movie, I do. Uh, yeah, you should, you should, Demonic. you should get it and watch it with them. Yeah, yeah <laughs> No, luckily I've never it's dealt with that. Easy to get that confused. Oh, totally, Dynamic. <laughs> those denoms, those hellish denoms coming up from the demons. <laughs> the denoms. Anyway. Yeah. 
So yeah, that's scary. That was a that was something scary, uh, dynamic that I experienced. <laughs> <laughs> well, it might not. It might have just been all in your in your head, your mind, your body. Uh, well, did you have? Have you ever had any head, mind, and body? That is none of your business. (laughs) You know you have. No, I don't think so. Nothing like that. Like I said, as a kid, I like as a kid, I was so dumb. I was like, Bigfoot's real. I want to meet Bigfoot. Loch Ness monster's real. I want to witness that. UFOs are real. I want to be abducted. Uh, Ghosts are real. I want to. I wanted to go to a haunted house. And then when I was an adult, I had friends who uh, would go on like haunted haunted tours and take pictures and stuff because they were ghost hunters. Like they wanted to capture yeah. something on, on film or video, or whatever. And I'm like, you gotta be you gotta be out of your mind, man. What if one of those things attaches to you and comes home with you? Forget <laughs> that. Oh, I had some friends who claimed that they could see ghosts. I have a friend that believes that Bigfoot is real. Well, Bigfoot is real. He's an interdimensional being. Long story. I'm not going to get into it right now. I thought you just said you believed that you were being sarcastic because you thought he was real. I thought he was real when I was a kid. I think he's real now. I don't want to meet him. Oh. I just want. I just want proof that he exists. We didn't reread about him. <laughs> that turned out to be a fake story. Fake news. Fake news. Damn it. Yeah. Go ahead. <laughs> they found him, and he was wearing a hat that said "Make America Great Again." <laughs> fake news. <laughs> Oh my gosh, that's horrible. Anyway. No, so, yeah, so I was just obsessed with, uh, like, uh, paranormal and just the real fantastical stuff. But I never experienced um, an actual encounter with anything like that. But these friends of mine claimed that they could see ghosts. So they were a married couple. Is this paranormal activity? (laughs) No, I don't. I think the movie had come out by then, but I don't think that this is what inspired their story. (laughs) I could be wrong. But they claimed that they had ghosts trapped in their house. And the woman said that... This is going to sound very new agey. And again, I don't know how much of this is true or if they were just like pulling my leg and did a really good job of it. But they were ghost hunters. They would go on these tours and try and take photographs and whatnot. But uh, they claimed that they had cleansed their house of, of as many as they could, but there were still some that were trapped in there. And one of them could, would come to the edge of their bed. She couldn't go any farther than that, depending on the time of the day, because of the way the sun would come in through the room. So like she could only stand in the shadows. It was weird. It was creepy. But she said one night, her husband was taking a shower, and because it was dark already, <clears throat> this ghost could could go, get farther, so it didn't stop at the, the foot of their bed, and it started to, to strangle her. Like, it got its hands around her neck and was choking her until her husband came out of the shower and was able to, to help her. I, you know, I hear stuff like that, and I'm like, oh, that's creepy and scary, but is it true? Are these people just crazy? It might be true, but they're crazy. <laughs> you tell yeah, they, me why the hell would you stay in a house when a freaking ghost is strangling you? That's domestic violence. <laughs> <laughs> well, no, it was they were they were trying to help it cross over or something. I don't know why how this one got trapped, but the other one in the house was in their basement. 
they had like a closet in their basement where, where their office was set up. Mm-hmm. And they would do, do you know what an EVP is? No. An electronic voice phenomenon? Electronic no. Voice. That just sounds like you're opening up the gates to hell. <laughs> electronic voice phenomenon is where you, you record audio, you ask a question, and then you... Wait for the sound w- waves to come back and you translate it. Well, no, you ask a question and you give it enough time to answer. You don't hear anything while you're there, but when you go back and listen to the, the recording, like the ghost is able to, or whatever it is, the dynamic, <laughs> whatever. <laughs> that's a word I can't say. I'm not even going to lie. <laughs> no, that's, I was saying the word like you said it. It's I know. Okay. I know. <laughs> so the spirit or demonic presence is able to a- answer that question, but you only hear it on the playback. And a lot of times it's, it sounds like BS because they're turning the volume up all the way so that you, they can hear something. And, and it's in a, like you hear something, you don't know what it is, and your brain puts together and makes it sound like it's a, it's a word. So they would do stuff like that too. And they claim that they have had like stuff that answered. And whatever this thing was, they don't think it was human. They don't think it was a human ghost that was trapped in their basement. And I remember one time I was there visiting, after they told me the story, it had been some time that passed, and I was there visiting, and I was in their office basement talking to them about something. Oh, excuse me. Excuse me. That's disgusting. I was in their office basement. I was there visiting them, and I was down in their office basement with them, and then I started remembering the story, and I looked over at the closet, and she saw me look. And she said, yeah, that's where it is. And I was like, okay. Okay, I'm, I gotta go. <laughs> yeah, this is kind of where it was like, okay, yeah, I'll be upstairs. <laughs> that creeps me out. Yeah, me too, man. Um, I know we have talked about Bones before, but when after he di- he passed away, um, yes. I could not go into Grandma's house. Like, I felt such a strong, I'm going to say evil presence or some type of spirit that was there I could not and I think it was oh maybe like a year later that I was able to go in and I I don't I think back now and I when it happened I had the my my head started hurting so bad I just felt like my head was gonna bust because it I mean it just hurt there's there so much pressure now I'm thinking that was probably my own my own nerves that, you know, I went into some type of anxiety attack or something. Yeah, But probably. when it happened, I was thinking, shit, I'm going to die. <laughs> yeah, that was difficult for me. Um, we're talking about our Uncle Bones. He was my godfather. And growing up, he was, he was such a cool guy. He was, he was a role model to me in a lot of ways. And, you know... As a kid, you have heroes, and then when you grow up, you realize your heroes have feet of clay. And Bones was definitely not perfect. Yeah. As but I got older, th- yeah, as I got older, there was a lot of things I found out about him that I, that really broke my heart. But as a kid, man, he was like the coolest guy. Played guitar, drove a blazer. We've talked about him before. Yeah, had guns. Yeah, and, and unfortunately, had guns because um, he used one of those to take his life in in our in our grandparents' house. Mm-hmm. which is now the house where my mom lives. And it was difficult for me to handle that. Um, to move to move there? Well, not just moving there. Like after, the, after that happened, just accepting the, the situation for what it was. Yeah. And I was you... in denial. Like I, I thought maybe someone else had done it, but 
who knows? There's still a little piece of me that thinks that maybe he didn't pull the trigger, mm-hmm. but you know, now now you're now it's a, a case of murder. Yeah. And, you know who who's the guilty party? I have no idea. Right. So, being that it was such a violent act, and um, as Catholics, at least up until that point, we were taught that if you take your own life, that's a ticket straight to hell. Yeah. And as angry as I was at Bones for the stuff that we had found out about, I didn't want him to go to hell. Now, yeah. I think the I think the Catholic Church has a different stance on it now about mm-hmm. mental health issues, and uh, I'm not 100 percent sure what the stance is, but I don't think they think I don't think they teach that you go straight to hell anymore. But still, it's it's a pretty dark trespass to take your own life. Yeah, you're, you're committing self murder. Mm-hmm. And it was such a dark act that I didn't feel comfortable in that house for a long time. Even when we moved in, I remember the first, the first year um, we had to live there. I remember the time. It was June eighteenth. We got the phone call at around three thirty-three a.m. And so that's what I've always associated with the time of death of. of of bones. Me too. I hate that. So, yeah. So, first you're living there. Summer comes around. It's June. And, of course, time goes on. The 18th comes around. And I'm, in my heart, I'm like, oh my God, something's going to happen. I don't know what it is. I didn't want to be alone. I had one of my friends come over. He was about to leave. I was like, no, dude, you said you were going to stay. He's like, what? What's going to happen? What do you think is going to happen? I don't know. I just don't want to be alone. So he stuck around, and we waited it out. And, you know, 3.33 came and went, and nothing happened. Hmm. But that it was just that feeling of, of dread, you know, you're like just anticipation. You're waiting and waiting and waiting. Mm-hmm. And then luckily, nothing it's happens. okay. Yeah, it's okay. But... I just felt like for a long time he he couldn't rest in peace. I agree. I even though you were in that home, right? Right. Okay. Um we had moved into our house over here on the no side and um for a long well, before we even moved, the house that we were on on Gilbert um I could not go to the kitchen, and that house was small. Uh, I had had Priscilla was just a few months old, I think, and I would get her baby bottles ready and keep them at my bed because I was so afraid to get up and go to the kitchen. And even when we moved to this house, it was pretty much the same thing. Even though I didn't have to get up with a bottle, the way that my bed and everything was set up in my room I could see an opening to the the hallway or to the living room from where my bedroom was at and the way my bed was positioned because I was so scared. I could feel the presence. And, and who was it that was coming to my mind was, was Bones. It was scary. <laughs> I moved my bed and I haven't experienced that anymore. <laughs> <laughs> Do you think, like I know people have dreams of people who have passed away. Do you think that's 
them coming back to visit or do you think it's just the way that the living person is is kind of like their mind is dealing with the the situation um i think with with his situation i feel like um like then i felt like like he was i felt like he wasn't ready to go even though he did what he did and so his spirit was still like caught and he was like just I don't know, maybe because we were all, he was just swaying, he was in our minds so much. Yeah. Um, and that was the first time we ever had to deal with anything like that yeah. in our family. I mean, that was just crazy. Um, but looking back now and thinking, um, I, I do think he wasn't like, I know it's the same thing. He wasn't at peace with what he did and kind of gone back to what you say about people that take their lives go straight to hell. Well, you 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 pull the trigger thinking you're going to just instantly die. But I think there's seconds. You might say, forgive me, or I'm sorry, or something. And I don't believe that people that take their own lives go straight to hell. I really don't. I mean... I remember... Yeah, because I remember, like, at the funeral and stuff like that, the priest was saying that, like you just mentioned, there might be some time, and that all we could do is hope and pray that in that moment that he asked for forgiveness or that he reached out to Jesus. Mm-hmm. And that did comfort me a little bit back then. And I was already, let's see, that was, I was 22. So I was already an adult. But again, you know, that was, that was my uncle. That mm-hmm. was my godfather. And you were, you guys were a lot closer to him, I think, than we were. When I was Y'all younger, for so sure. Yeah, we spent a lot of time together. But, like I said, as I got older and I learned more about about him, we, mm-hmm. we, started, we drifted apart. And then when Grandma had gotten sick and we started finding out, like, that he had, like, used, yeah. he had opened up accounts and stuff in Grandpa's name yeah. because he was a junior and Grandpa was a senior. So, yeah, it, it made things really difficult. And I was really angry. Even after he had passed away, I was angry at him. And I don't think that... I think I felt bad for being angry at someone who had, who was dead. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But again, through time and just kind of reflecting on the situation, a lot of prayer, uh, I've, I've come to accept the situation and I'm, I'm, I'm more at ease with it. Yeah. I'm not a hundred percent okay with it because I still, I, I, yeah, I miss my uncle bones. We had a lot mm-hmm. of good times. He was really funny. He, he could be fun. Mm-hmm. But he had some some issues, and he had some denoms that he had to to, to, to <laughs> deal with. No, he he had he, he certainly had his denoms. He had a he common with. denominator. It's <laughs> 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 probably all them ghost stories or <laughs> incidents that, that they went through. <laughs> yeah, because oh, who knows? But like some of Grandma's ghost stories, like do you remember? Um, I think your mom tells us the house on Second Street. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, that one. But where was it that uh, your mom said that there used to be a hand that would come out of the wall and, and comfort her to go to sleep? Oh, shit. I don't remember that one. I remember hearing, like, about the pots and the pans and the kitchen and that they were they'd just... Hear, they'd hear people arguing? Yes, yes. And, and then, then in, the mor- in the morning, like, the pots and pans, were they everywhere? 
like where I they... think the cabinet doors and things were open. I don't know if the pots and pans are everywhere, but like everybody in the house would hear it and they'd be like, just go to sleep. I'm like, oh shit. <laughs> How do you go to sleep? <laughs> do you think, do you think that was just grandma and grandpa arguing and they I denied don't... it? I don't know, because there's Cause so like, much stuff that I think that they... Because you, you <sighs> yourself just said that you thought the piano was haunted, and now looking back, it might have just been a rat running across the keys or whatever. No. These, these, these are naive kids. This is the 50s and the 60s. And uh, Well, the way my mom has told the story is like... It would be grandma and grandpa saying, or grandma like, no, just just go to sleep. I hear it oh. too. Yeah, like oh, not shit. not just you know, like it's them arguing in the kitchen. So I I do think that I just I don't know Julie, our cousin Julie. She actually bought um, a fa- a house that was in the family from Manuel and Nina. Yeah, and, our, our uncle. Uh huh. And Manuel passed away. And it's so crazy that he he died of a heart attack, right, in his sleep. Yes. And um, he died years later after Bones had taken his life. But um, Bones had actually been staying at Manuel's house. Uh, oh, yeah, that's right. He was house-sitting for days, a while. Yeah, days leading up to him um, taking his own life at Grandma's house. Um, so Julie will has shared with us a few times that she's experienced things in that house and she feels like, I don't think she feels scared, but she's like the TV will come on or it won't. Yeah. The TV will be on. And she's like, I didn't turn the TV on. It's not set on a timer. It's not even plugged up. No, I'm oh, come on. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Um, but she's she's shared things that you know make me believe or think that you know manual was still his presence maybe not now but in the beginning when they had first moved into the house that Uh his presence was still there whatever form that means you know if it was a demonic you know I miss Manuel too. He was a lot of fun too. Yeah. It's crazy because you had sent out that recording of the video that you had found. You had found some old like camcorder video tapes. And to hear their voices is weird. Because Manuel, I remember Manuel having like a deep voice. But listening to the recording, it sounded kind of like high pitched. It sounded different. Yeah, he, he had a couple of different voices. He had a serious voice, which was deep, but he had his playful voice, which was like, ah, yeah, come on. And that's, and then, maybe, that was it. That's the voice yeah, that, that was, was his playful. That, yeah. I, yeah I, I know the voices you're talking about. Yeah. But when he would get serious with you, the register would lower, and you knew he meant business. Yeah. And you didn't mess around with him. Mm-mm. That's crazy. But, yeah. That yeah. Me, I need I need to go through all those videos and transfer them to my computer. Yeah, I was asking Mario for some videos um, because Gloria would record. Like I do remember specifically that when I was um, going into labor with Isabel, Gloria was at the hospital and she recorded my whole not recording me actually having her, but my labor, the part of the labor, like walking through the hospital, and um, 
I even think after Isabel was born, she recorded. And I watched it maybe once or twice. And I, we recently asked Madiel if I asked him if he knew where those tapes were. That would be something good, I think, for you to have to do. You know what I'm saying? Because you've made videos and movies and things. Uh, I'll say movies, but you've made video of the family. I think that'd be pretty They're cool. They're movies. Yeah. I make movies. Okay. <laughs> I'm, a f- I'm a movie maker. I'm a filmmaker. I'm a director. Yeah. We've directed a couple of family films. <laughs> well, that makes it sound weird. <laughs> no, you have. Because I'm having internet connection problems. Can you hear me? Yeah, I see that. Shit. Barely. Freaking spectrum. Can I say that? <laughs> well, if they're your provider and they're bugging out on you. They they are my provider. I haven't had them a full month, and I've had to reset my modem or whatever twice. They do this troubleshoot, and Monday they're supposed to come out and see what's going on. It's ridiculous. Oh. Pila's here again. She didn't hear the hey. replay. Hey. She just came in to get the flat iron. Wait, before she flat irons her hair, get her on the mic. I want to ask her if she's ever experienced a ghost. We need to get you on the mic. That's cool. It's so cute. This is cool. It's cute. Hold yeah, on. I like your li- I like your little setup. It's so cute. It's cool. It's a little hobby. Gives her something to do. Yeah. Hello. Hey, Pila. Hey, Eric. Hey, your mom and I were just talking about ghosts. Have you ever experienced a ghost or like have a ghost story you want to share? I never really encountered a ghost. My friend says she has. What was your friend's ghost kind of story? Uh, she was like, one night uh, she was texting me and it was like, um, she couldn't sleep. And it was, she said it's like, sometimes it happens. Like she, she said now she's used to it. But like, uh, she'll like feel like the cold, like, like a cold breeze come in. And then she'll either hear like something like crawling on the floor or she'll hear like footsteps. And she said at one point that she would hear her name being called. So, like, I was like, that's scary. <laughs> and then I just stayed on the phone with her till you know, till she went to sleep or because she was scared. That's pretty creepy. Yeah, it is I'm, I'm going to guess just real fast that she has really strong air conditioning. <laughs> she has rats in her house. <laughs> and her parents were trying to tell her to keep it down. <laughs> Do you believe in ghosts? Hell yeah, I believe in ghosts. Just, yeah. I don't want to meet any. Yeah, me neither. <laughs> but I believe in them. Have you seen the new movie? Have you seen Annabelle? Annabelle. Oh, I saw Annabelle. The yeah. Annabelle, the, but the new one, Annabelle Creation. No, I haven't seen that yet. Is that Isabel out yet? Said, yeah, it's out. It came out like Thursday. Isabel said it's really good. It's really scary. Oh, yeah? Yeah. I'll have to check it out. You know what I'm looking forward to? What? Stranger Things 2. <gasps> Same. Have you seen the trailer for it? Heck yeah. I put that That's trailer crazy. on loop. Yeah. <laughs> you know what else I want to see? What? It. <gasps> Same. That- oh, man. That movie was creepy. <laughs> we we had bought the, um, we had bought like the old one. Yeah. Well, yeah, the original one. And it was, it's crazy. Like, I don't, like, it's, it's weird. Like, I don't know. Yeah, I'm looking forward to it. All right, Same. well, thanks for telling your ghost story. You can put your mom back on. Okay. Have yeah. a good day. You too. Same, cuz. I know, same. 
These kids and their sayings. Same. I got the other one looking at me all like, I don't know what. How come she, she never wants to be on? Because she's growing and she's got a boyfriend. Oh, no. Is the house clean? Yeah. It's mopped and cleaned? See, cuz I asked him to clean the house. Nobody wants to clean the house. No, I said, clean, don't though. ask me to go nowhere. Same. Nowhere. It's, it's clean, though. Close my door. I wanna, I'm working. It's clean, though. We'll talk in just a minute. You see? You see what I'm going to have to go through? <laughs> Your advice was right. No, wait. I do have to say one thing. My dad gave advice to my kids this morning. Okay. Y'all better carry around a box of gloves. <laughs> <laughs> Having babies is going to ruin your life. A box of gloves? Was he talking about condoms? Yes. Oh, my goodness. Because <laughs> Loopy put it right. She was like, um, gosh, what, what, how did she word it? It was just funny. Everything that came out of his mouth. We... Because we know him, like, some of the shit he says is just downright, yuck. no, daddy, stop. But the way he talks, we we know what he's saying, but he just chooses such a poor choice of words. So, yeah, every time he would say something like that, we were like, again, it's a language barrier. What he means is <laughs> condoms. What he means is no sex is your safe sex. Your so safe sex is no sex. So oh I'm like, goodness. oh my goodness, carry around a box of gloves. <laughs> yeah, kids ruin your life. <laughs> <laughs> That's what I hear. <laughs> they don't. I, I honestly feel like babies and people that get pregnant so young or whatever, not young, older, whatever, I think it's a blessing. They're, they're not mistakes. It does make things, it's a consequence uh, a good consequence, but it can prolong your hopes or your, you know, of becoming something and to be able to provide better for that child because, you know, I mean, what is, how is it fair to the child if you're not there because you're working or you're, you know what I'm saying? You're having to bust your ass to be, just to make ends meet. It's kind of sad. Very sad. Yeah. There, this is just a sad podcast. Let's just wrap a, it up. This is so depressing. <laughs> Let's wrap it up in a box of gloves. <laughs> <laughs> oh, it's funny. Well, cuz I think it's about that time. All right, cuz. I agree. It's time to say goodbye to the number two podcast. We're gonna go live some life and then we'll have something to say about it next week. I'm gonna lose some weight this week and I'm gonna not stay on my budget cause I'm hungry and I'm gonna spend what I make at work cause I deserve to do it but I gotta save some money and pay on my debt but that's really difficult really difficult
premenopause. She's got a bloody cervix, but that's okay, cause it's not pussy cancer. It's probably menopause, and she'll have some hot flashes. She'll be hormonal and go into a rage and hit her kids and poor husband. But it's okay, it's part of life and getting older. We're older than we were, cause Monster Squad is 30 years old. It's Menopause. 30 years old. Menopause. We were just kids when we saw that movie, and she's gonna get old and decrepit. Her hair's gonna turn white, then it's gonna fall out and she'll be bald. (laughs) (laughs) That is wrong. I'm sorry. Not gonna be bald. No, you're not. I probably will be, though.